We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Curry will inbound, and you always have to watch the player that inbounds the pass to get it back. He does that all the time anyway. Throw it and go get it. Grimes guarding Curry. Up top to Thompson. Thompson a couple of dribbles. Thompson drives. Fournier on him. Thompson spins. Lake pulls up. Foul line jumper. No good. And the Knicks win it. Thompson had a wide open shot. It wouldn't go down. And the losing streak comes to an end in one of the best wins of the season. Ugh. Say it with me now. This fucking team. Oh, my God. I don't even know. (laughs) I see a comment from Ryan Huang. I am very conflicted. (sighs) Leave it to this team. Leave it to this team that just made us absolutely all put our heads in our hands today and be like, what the fuck is going on? What are we doing? Um, and be just so deflated, despondent, any any bad word you want to use over where things are at, over where things are going, over do they have a plan? What's the plan? Who's part of the plan? All this stuff. Leave it to this fucking team to go out and win, I'll, I'll, I don't know how else to say it, win their best game of the season. I'm going to try to put it into words. We will talk about the deadline, obviously. We'll talk about everything. Um, this fucking team. <laughs> this fucking team. Ah, uh, God. Okay, so the Knicks win by two points in Golden State. Um, one, what's the final score here? Um, 116, 114, you know, I'm going to start at the end and at the very end of this one, you saw every, it seemed like every player on the roster come up to Julius Randle 
and almost congratulate him for the win. Which you could take a lot of ways. Um, you know, you guys know me. You guys, you guys know what I've said about Julius Randle this year has not been kind. Um, clearly, there is still belief in the in the in the fan base or in the in the locker room for this guy. Um, and boy, did he go out and have a game tonight. It wasn't perfect because with Julius Randle, it never is perfect. You had some missed free throws. You had some, you know, didn't shoot it that well in the second half. But um, you could not help. You could not help but watch this game and ask yourself, where would the Knicks be if Julius Randle had played like this all year? And I don't know if Mike Breen said that verbatim tonight. But he certainly intimated it um, and implied it with some of the other things that he said. Um, Because here's the thing, right? And this will lead me to the main takeaway or the other takeaway that I have for for this game. The other primary uh, takeaway from this game is that if Julius Randle had played like this um, for the entire season – I don't believe that today would have been anything like what today was. Um, I don't know what today would have been like, but if he had played like this throughout the entire season, you know, I don't know. What would the Knicks record be right now? Would it be in the inverse of their actual record? Would it be 31 and 25? Maybe, you know, would it be a game or two below that? Maybe, but at the very least, if Julius Randle had played like this all year, And if R.J. Barrett had played like he played all year and we've gotten, you know, the little snippets from the other guys and like everything else, if everything else was the same, even the Kemba stuff, we're going to get to the Kemba of of it all. Even if all the other stuff was the same, I I just today would have been so different. How we felt about the trade deadline, how we felt about what they didn't do with the trade deadline, how we feel about the organization moving forward. And lo and behold, Why do I say this? You know, if my mother had wheels, she'd be a wagon. Well, Julius Randle is playing like this now. And it's now six, seven consecutive games. Great, great thread from Benji Ridholtz today on what Randle has been doing since basically the Milwaukee game. Where I know he didn't score a lot, but I think the process started to change there. And you saw the change in process tonight. Or this morning, I should say, because it's already morning. Um... By the way, shout out to everybody watching. Thank you uh, for coming in. Get those likes up. Um, So it leads me to the next thing, which is that, you know, if Randall is going to play like this for the rest of the year, does their, does their organizational priority, do their organizational priorities over the rest of the season, do they change in terms of, Or how does it affect? That's what I should say, because we've never seen them change. They've been consistent. But how does it affect their organizational priorities over the course of the season? And there is going to be two camps, and those camps are both going to vocally express themselves tonight. I guarantee you. I'm sure they're already doing it. I haven't read any of the Super Chats yet, but I know it's going to be there. One, well, if Randall's playing like this, and you're two games back of the plane, and you believe that you're a better team with Randall playing like this than, let's say, Charlotte, than, let's say, Washington, especially now that Beal's shut down and they traded for the, the tragic unicorn, um, that you believe you're, you're a better team than maybe, uh, maybe even Atlanta. I don't know. 
who didn't make any moves today. Um, go, go check in with their fan base. Um, if you believe you're a better team than one or a couple of those teams and you could get in, maybe win a game, maybe win two games when you get in there and get into the playoffs and get more of that playoff experience and all that stuff, that's one road. And if you believe that, how far do you go down that road? Do you go down that road until the road is literally closed off and you're eliminated? Or do you pivot before that? And the other camp, obviously, which is going to have, which was most people today is like, what the fuck are we doing here? We know what this thing is. It's broken. Um, Let's just play the kids. Let's see what the kids got. Let's see what we have here. You know, and like, I'll talk more. I'm not going to talk a ton about that right now. I'm going to get to the chats in a second, but what, I think there's a there's a world where you could kind of have your cake and eat it too. I think that world started tonight when you saw Cam Reddish play 19 minutes. You saw him play big minutes, important minutes. Um, how does that look when R.J. Barrett is back? Um, who exits the rotation? We haven't even brought up Derrick Rose. Like These are all really significant questions. Um, and how much – and this is the last thing I'll say, and then I'm going to get to the Super Chats. How much does what they do with with Kemba Walker? Because Kemba, look, we had that little flurry where he made a couple buckets in a, in a row. That was nice. You know, three for ten. He is what he is. It is what it is. Is there one move that they could make, which is basically like, thank you for your service, Kemba. Um, we'll, we'll take it from here. That could kind of get everything else in line. Now, you take out Kemba. You put in rows, that still doesn't leave room for everybody in the rotation. You're still one short, right? You're still one spot one spot short. So how do you reconcile that? You know, um, I don't have the answer to that question now. I don't know what Tibbs' answer to that question is. Um, you know, will, the, will, will that take care of itself with maybe a rest day here, an injury there, this, that, the other thing? Maybe. Um, but... I don't know. These are the questions that the organization needs to ask moving forward. I don't have the answers. I'm not even going to pretend that I have the answers. I don't even know that I have an opinion on it that's strong one way or the other. The only strong opinion I have is I think Kemba needs to be Kemba needs to be uh, sent packing um, when I well put in mothballs. But you know, again, you know, it's the oldest argument in sports, right? Scoreboard, baby. <laughs> the Knicks started Kemba Walker tonight and they won the game. Um, is there some kind of like ethereal leadership quality there that they still believe that he brings? Cause I don't know what it is. It's certainly not trade value anymore. And it certainly isn't, um, on the basketball court. Um, cause he, he's not great. So I don't want to end on a down note, but like, that's the big thing. What do they do with him moving forward? Um, I, we haven't even brought up Deuce McBride who, you know, do you give him a shot? How important is it to, for, to get him minutes? I don't know. Um, we'll get to all of this. I want to, I'm curious what people say. Um, I am just like, I'm happy they won tonight. I needed this. I really did need this. I needed this in the war. I, if they lost that fucking game, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I just, I'm happy they won. I, I, they owed us this. They owed us this. All right. Um, and Jerry, Jeremy wins another week over me. Thank you, Rage X, for pointing that out. Um, okay, uh, hold on. Why can't I see the? Why can't I see the first comment? He's back. I can't even see who made that comment because it's like blocking me for some reason. 
Um, but thank you to whoever made that comment. If Andrew, I don't even know if Andrew's up. If Andrew, if you're there, let me know who made that comment. Um, of course, he is Julius Randle. Julius Randle is back. Uh, I don't know where he went. I don't know why. Well, Brian Benjamin. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, shout out to Brian Benjamin. Um, I don't know where Julius Randle went. I don't know where he's been. I don't know what he's been up to. He's back. Our boy's back. Uh, Harry Donert, I guess let's go for the play in. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, you have to laugh, right? You have to, how do you, you have to laugh. How do you not laugh? Um, yeah, you, you know, God, this fucking team. Um, they're two games back. And like, again, is let's just, let's say this. Is the team that we saw tonight, go, like, are they good enough to make the play in? Yeah, they're good enough to make the play in. Um, but is this team that we saw tonight going to be the, the team that shows up moving forward? Um, I guess the interest, the more interesting part of that is like the team that we saw tonight didn't even have RJ Barrett. And I'm, I don't know if we're going to have any hot takes about Barrett tonight. I don't care for them. Like this team's better when RJ Barrett's in there. I didn't even think they played like they weren't perfect tonight. They little, they left a little bit out on the court. A lot of that has to do with, um, the, the Warriors and how good the Warriors are. But, like, they could have played better tonight. They didn't shoot it that well from deep, that's for sure. Um, you know, so, yeah, if this team, if, if Randall plays like this and they show up with commensurate effort, you know, like, can they make the play? And, yeah, should that continue to be a priority? I mean, I don't know. It's been a priority since the beginning of the season. Um, I don't know. These are difficult questions. Kevin Danishevsky, honestly, if we're going to find something over the last few months of the year, it might end up all right. Quentin Grimes' effort in shot making means we'll be okay long term. I thought Quentin Grimes was great tonight. I don't know what he scored. I don't really care what he scored. Um, I, the, he obviously hit, you could argue, the biggest shot of the game. I thought the biggest shots of the game were either the Fournier three when the Warriors were making their 11-2 to two push and Fournier hit that shot on a terrible possession that was going nowhere. That was um, I, I I got it, Andrew. Um, that was huge. The Grimes three after the two offensive rebounds was huge, and I actually think on the on the possession where um he dished it off to he had two threes by the way, six points on the possession where he tried to dish it off to Mitchell Robinson. I actually thought that was the right play there. Um, so I, and his defense, what can you say? His energy, everything about Quentin Grimes makes so much sense for this team. Um. I, I really, I really liked it. Um, from Hannibal Miles, is there a chance? Maybe, just maybe. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. No, there's, there's a chance. I mean, again, you're because that's the difference now in in the way they've constructed the playoffs. Is we're not talking about the Knicks being um, five and a half games back. For, excuse me, four and a half games back of the Nets. Uh, we're Brooklyn at in eighth place. Uh, yeah, we're talking about them instead being just two games back of the Hawks and then three games back of the Hornets. Um, the teams above that, they're, they're going to make the play playoffs, whatever. The, I, none of those teams are going to fall by the wayside. Um, but if you're telling me Hawks, Hornets vulnerable, yeah, they're vulnerable. Um, I, the, the Hornets have lost six in a row, you know. Um, they, I know they got – uh, Harold today, but we'll see. Um, 
Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? Is it a possibility after hearing their names in trade talks for weeks, not getting traded, lifted team morale? They had a different energy tonight. A thousand percent. A thousand, a thousand, a thousand percent. Yes. I think. Um, <laughs> I So I have to read this. Um, Robert Randolph just quote tweeted uh, Knicks fan TV with where is all the Randall haters now? And then Steph Bondi responds, you had the whole team traded a few hours ago. Robert Randolph, baby. Gotta love him. Um, yeah, of course I think the morale was lifted. I think Burks played really well. His name has been bandied about. I think – and look, I'll even say – I'll even go one step further. I think what Fournier said before the deadline, where he sat up there and he gave his little speech about no bullshitting, I think we have the team here. Well, that doesn't look so silly now. I'm like, he didn't have to get up there and say it like that. Um, I thought Walker today when he was inter- interviewed, I thought Walker was a little like – Let's um, like, yes, he said the things, right? He was like, you know, we could be better. I know we could be better. Um, I, I wasn't as convinced with Walker. I was convinced when Fournier said it. And that's another reason I wonder what is Walker's role in the locker room still and this, that, and the other thing. Like, is that why he's still playing? Is it, you know, just because Rose is, I don't know. But yeah, I think they, they played like, they, look, was every defensive possession perfect? No. But they played their asses off on defense tonight. And I know they gave up whatever they gave up, 114 points. They played good defense tonight. I, I, I Disagree with me if you want. I thought they played good defense. Um, against this team, you know, um, they played well. And they shared. And they made the right play. So, like, how many possessions do we look at where they made the correct play? That's the important part that I'm looking for. Effort and do you make the right play? Um and, and character, they responded to like they got they took some punches tonight and they responded. Um, Dan Hidalgo, that was about as good as we've played all year. Completely agree. I, I actually would argue that this was better than they played in the Dallas game because the Dallas game, you know, we joked about it that night. Luka Doncic played like he was hungover tonight. You know, Steph Curry didn't have his best game of all time, but he had thirty five points on twenty five shots, assists. You know, thirty five and ten. That's not terrible. I, you know, they, yes, they were 33% from downtown. That's the knock. But like, again, they're the second best team in the league. So you have to give a little something. And the Knicks didn't have RJ Barrett. I know Warriors didn't have Draymond, but yeah. Um, Finishing Dan's comment. We played fast. Yes. Julius was decisive even on ISOs. Yes. Reddish looks like a worthy experiment. Yes. I loved. Loved, loved, love of all the big picture things you come away from with this game. It was Tibbs trusting Reddish a little bit more than you probably would have expected in a game like this. Now, R.J. Barrett was out. Those were a lot of minutes that were available. What does it look like going forward? Because we know R.J. Barrett, once he's back, is going to be playing 30-some-odd minutes a night. Um, How does that look? How does that look moving forward? Walker only played 22 minutes. So where are you getting the minutes from? Um, you had Burks with 25, quickly with 16. Um, Taj, long live Taj Gibson, baby. Ten, 10 big points in the first half, played 20 minutes. Cam, 19. You know, I don't know. I don't know where the minutes come from. Uh, maybe you start lessening Fournier a little bit, but again, lo and behold, there's Fournier with another nice game. Um, I know he, he not the most efficient, but he was pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. 
Chad Cohen. I don't understand why Julius woke up about a week ago and was like, hey, I'll start trying now. John, you were right on him tanking his value. I, I mean, I, did I ever say that? I may have. I say a lot of shit. He did tank his value. Was it intentional? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm going to lean on something Fred Katz told me in a podcast uh, a week ago. Uh, now, I think it was a week ago or a little bit more than a week ago when we recorded. When a guy's in a slump for this long, it's something off the court. And we've heard little rumblings and things about what that might be. I, I don't know. I can't speak to it. I have not heard anything definitive. But this is clearly an emotional player. It's well, whatever. Whatever was going on seems to have dissipated. So, um, yeah, I don't understand it, but I'm sure there's a reason for it. Ryan Hawaiian, what's going on, Ryan? <laughs> Good thing we didn't sell. Play in time, baby. I mean, look, I'll say this. If they had sold, uh, if they had traded Alec Burks for, you know, I don't know what that, but again, I, and we may get into this. We, we, again, if anybody wants to hear our analysis of the trade deadline, go listen to the, the two hour um, live stream that we did earlier, which should be available for you in podcast form uh, very soon. If, if it's not already like they didn't, there were no offers for these guys. People don't want, like I was looking at the Phoenix trade for Tory Craig, right? Like Tory Craig's a better player than Alec Burks. Uh, Tory Craig is like more versatile defensively. He's a little bit of a bigger body. They, you know, the Suns don't need Burks's like backup point guard skills. Craig has been there. He was on, you know, um, a finals team last year, obviously. Um, and what did they get? They got a they got Jalen Smith, an expiring contract, who has a little bit of you know something maybe left to explore, and a second round pick. You know, so like, I don't know where the Burks trade even was. Um, in any case, um, do they win this game without Alec Burks? No, they don't. Um, does that matter? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It depends on your, it depends on what you look at as what is, what, what is important um, to an organization. Is it still important to try to chase this thing? That's everybody makes their own call. Um, G beers, the front office chose to stick with what they got. Well, they, they didn't really have a choice. <laughs> the, the, here's the, here's what the front office chose to do. The front office chose to stick to their, and I, I wrote this in tomorrow's newsletter, their organizational ethos, which is we are in the business of accumulating assets. And just because we did a shitty job building this team this summer, does not mean we are going to backpedal on our belief that accumulating assets is a good thing. And we are not going to expend those assets, even if it's just second round picks. We're not going to expend those assets to just get rid of guys whose value is at their lowest right now. When we could just wait until the summer, if we decide we want to shut guys down, we'll shut guys down. And I don't begrudge them for that, which is why, again, not to go over what we went over in the in the trade deadline um, live stream, but like your criticism of the Knicks today was not on what the Knicks did or did not do today. Your criticism of the Knicks today is what the Knicks did or did not do uh, however many months ago free agency was, seven months ago or six months ago. Um, anyway, uh, finishing G Beer's comment. It's up to them to show us they were right. Great deadline show today, guys. Thank you. 
fun space for New York Knicks fans everywhere. We appreciate you guys. It's only a fun space for New York Knicks fans because New York New York Knicks fans show up and are are they populate the space. And um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm the luckiest guy in the world that I get to do this. Uh, I don't know why I get the right to do it, but I'm really thankful that I do. So thanks for coming and um, and joining me for as this frustrating a season as it has been. Uh, Matt down under. Let's go. Very happy with that. W. I mean, look, I mean, there will be some people who watch tonight and be like, F this. I wish they had lost that game. We just got one game further away from a top four pick. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. Um, Keep trying to win. Keep trying to win. You know what? We were going through it today. If they did about as bad as they could possibly do from here until the end of the season, and I'm talking about abysmally, abysmally, they maybe, maybe would get a, a little less than a, a one in three chance at a top four pick. You know? Maybe. Um, you know, and even then, um, you, you you go back and look through the draft. You get a top four pick, you know, you get a 50-50 shot of getting a, a, a real guy. How's Jalen Green looking in Houston this year? Um, from from Fuddy, my main man, David Futternick, where it is only 10 o'clock in uh, Los Angeles. John, sneak a cullet in for Taj. So, again, the only times I have broken fast on this diet over the last – now, uh, it's going to be – today marks the end of day 18 um, of the 21-day fix. Uh, the only times I've broken fast have been for for the, for the good stuff right here. Um, and do we sneak in a cutlet tonight? I think maybe we sneak in a cutlet tonight. Don't tell my wife, though. She would be very disappointed in me. But I've, I've been really good, so um, – Michael Morando, what's going on, Michael? Loved Cam's minutes. Yeah, I, they were, listen, they were a little uneven at first. He had that moment where he got absolutely dusted by um, Neyman uh, or Neymaj Bailitza. I always mispronounce his first name because he was not properly set in a defensive position. Didn't love that. Um, he had, I think it was like a rough turnover or something in that initial stint. Um Oh, no, that's right. He got beat back door. He had, he stepped out of bounds, but then he also got beat back door. Um, he also took, like, a bad three. Like, there were some iffy moments from Cam, and you could see the inconsistency of a young player that, you know, in what in what I'm sure Tibbs has seen in practice has made Tibbs hesitant to give him big minutes, but he made up for it because he could do some stuff. I thought his defense really took a step up in the second half especially. Yeah, I thought there were good minutes. Um, more from Michael shocked how long Tibbs went with him. Also be too. also Julius playing his best basketball, the last six games. Thanks, Mark. Um, ki- ki- Oh, Berman. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> ah, Mark Berman. I love Mark Berman. Uh, Kenneth. It took me a second to realize who you're talking to. Uh, Kenneth Escalona. Free throws. If they win, if they win the next games, are they holding the fort till D Rose comes back down to the wire again? Um, so let's just talk. So here's the funny thing: they're going to be favored on the road in their next game against a Portland team that traded literally everybody. Um, if you ask me, gun to my head, who's on Portland's roster right now? Um, 
Anthony Simons, Yusuf Nurkic. I think Eric Bledsoe is, is Eric Bledsoe like playing games. I mean, look, the Portland beat the Lakers last night, right? Or two. Yeah. Was it last night? I think it was last night. Um, so like Portland is still If they go out and lose to the fucking Blazers tomorrow or on whatever it is on Saturday, <laughs> leave it to this Knicks team to do that. Here, here's just on the Blazers real quick. Justice Winslow, Nurkic, Ben McLemore, Anthony Simons, and I don't Carlos Ellaby. CJ Ellaby, who played 43 minutes for this team against the Lakers, and they won. <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Bledsoe didn't even play. Hart didn't play. I forgot they got Hart. Hart didn't play. Man, you want again, you want some perspective as a Knicks fan? Go go look at what the Lakers have going on right now. Because my lord. Um, anyway, listen. They should beat this. They should beat this Portland team. Um, I don't care that it's in Portland. They should beat this Portland team. Then you got Oklahoma City, who I've been watching a little bit of Oklahoma City now. I don't know that Shea Gilders Alexander. Are we going to see him again this year? Um, he has not been playing. That's at home. Win that game, and then wouldn't it be so? Wouldn't it be something if? They could face Brooklyn with a chance to enter the All-Star break on a four-game winning streak. Fuck my life and call me Susie. I mean, I don't even know what to do then. Uh, okay. Lunas and Arat. Um, you think Cam's extended minutes in the fourth quarter was Tibbs liking Cam's play tonight or Leon Rose? Um, no, that was Tibbs. 100%. Also, seeing them play this well too late is so frustrating. To me, though, how like the Knicks that we saw tonight, we've seen this Knicks team all year. The only difference is Julius Randle's playing like Julius Randle's playing now versus Julius Randle was playing like Julius Randle was playing for the entire year, which is why, for as much as I um, sound very silly defending Tom Thibodeau so often sitting in this very chair, I cannot escape the fact that would all of these criticisms be what they are if Randall had just showed up and played like some version of himself that we saw last year. Um, because they have it like everything else is pretty much the same, you know? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It is frustrating though that it, it took so long. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hush, Zoo. What's going on, Hush? What a polarizing team. Cam's potential is just wow. Um, think we haven't really seen his full potential i want i want some possessions where he's controlling the possession um he had one he had one nice pass that i remember tonight i don't know if he actually got an assist i don't think it's the possession that i'm thinking of but uh he he did have at least one nice pass that i remember from tonight i think we could even see a little bit more i don't think he's gotten his sea legs under him yet um Reports of him shy away from contact. You can throw that out the window. Um, yeah, I think you saw contact tonight. Love what I saw. Kevin Nisa should be shut down ASAP. When D Rose is back, um, IQ out, Cam in. I, look, I know a lot of people are down on quickly right now. Um, I Keep the faith. Keep the faith in Emmanuel quickly. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, but I do believe that Cam is going to stick. Grimes is going to stick. Um, Obi's going to stick because positionally. Um, I don't know. Do they do selective rest days? Um, eh, you know what? I, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I'm at a loss. I really, if you ask me right now, gun to my head, what's going to happen? I don't, I don't have an answer. I'm sorry. Um, I just have no idea. Um, I couldn't even like a prediction right now would me just be, be, be me guessing. Um, uh, <laughs> hold on. Uh, oh wait, do we have anything else? Andrew did, uh, I, unless I, Oh no, here we go. Um, I have Parrish Duggar. Salute. Work environment matters. Randall is human. Um, yeah, Randall is human and work environment does matter. I I don't know what in the work environment changed. Um, maybe some stuff did change and I just don't know it. Um, but whatever. Uh, I missed a bunch of Super Chats. Uh, okay. Now I'm caught up. I think I'm caught up. I might not be caught up. Um, Andrew, uh, let me know if I missed anything. I'm getting to the top. Okay. Kevin Danishevsky. That's the one I have. Um, trying to have a sanguine outlook. Great word. Um, I think maybe the Knicks didn't want to sell Burks low tonight shows. We could still get value for him in the off season. Um, maybe, um, I don't think they wanted to sell low. I don't think this front office believes in selling low. Um, so Yeah. Uh, Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. Um, thoughts on Kemba? They may be treating him well in part due to future free agent signings. Um, I don't know. 
there was so much. You might be right. I don't know. You might have a point. There was so much hubbub when they benched him. Like, if they bench him again, is there going to be more of that? Did they not just? Did they just not want to deal with the bullshit? Like right now, tonight at least, everybody who are, we all like were desperate to play played. Like, you want to die on a hill for Deuce? Die on a hill for Deuce. I wanted to see Deuce. I said so today. Is it the end of the world that we didn't see Deuce? No, um, I don't think so. That's not a that's not as high a priority as seeing Cam continuing to see Obi, continuing to see quickly, who has already proven he could do it at this level. You know. Um, anyway, hashtag fifty one wins. I love it. From DDD one thirty seven, Leon actually did make a move. He traded RJ's ankle to get back Randall's soul. Oh, boy. That's a comment. Uh, I love it. James Squillante. Macri, you and KFS are the best. Uh, thank you. You guys are the best. Randall told Green on the post game, which I didn't see because I jumped right on here, so I'm going to be curious about this. He knew he wasn't going anywhere. Is this confidence or from the front office? Um, I think it's from the front office. I mean – Look, I believe they would have explored or they did explore the Fox thing. Again, can I sit here and be like, they definitely would have done a straight up deal or did they want Fox and like a first? I have no idea. I have no idea. But they kicked the tires on Fox. I heard as much. Brian Windhorst essentially reported as much. Um, other people reported that they were in talks with Sacramento. They were interested in Fox. When did that die? Did that did those talks die out before the Milwaukee game? Did that die out after? Before? I don't know. But um, look, I'll say this. For a player who we've uh, critiqued his mental makeup and mental and the strength of his fortitude, of his yeah, mental fortitude, for him to, if he did hear he was in rumors, for him to come back and play like this, I'll give him credit. I've taken a lot of shots at him this year. I'll give him credit for that. Um, Stevens Guillaume, uh, considering we didn't do anything at the deadline, this win was good for everyone's mental health. I needed it. I think we all needed it. That's my that's my thing. Um, Hush Zoo, need a month of Randall to be convinced. Not yet, Mac. That's fine. That's fair. We got a lot of bad Randall. Here's the good news. If he does give you, like, whatever he does from here on in, it's not like you could re-extend him or give him more money. The, the question is, do they revisit trade possibilities in the offseason? And, like, I, I, I actually don't think that their stance has changed. I think they would have always traded Randall for an upgrade, like, in terms of a star. I don't think they were ever intending on dealing Randall for anything other than a, a star or at least a star-ish player. You know, I don't know what you consider Darren Fox. This deadline, um, whatever, whatever it is, him playing better can only help. It can't hurt. So, um, DD uh, – oh, wait, no. Uh, sorry, we, we got that one. So, yeah, Andrew, I got it now. Uh, CT Pittman, my main man, CT – Good to hear from you. Got to be up for work in four hours, but worth staying up for a win. Um, I think I could sleep in tonight until about 730, but I still have to write about this game. Um, whatever, CT, we thank you for your service as always. Thanks for, for joining us. Um, 
Harry Donut. Always love Harry's comments. Always love them. Why is it an absolute requirement that we have no more than a 10-man rotation? On the broadcast, they said Kerr runs out 12 sometimes. Seems like we just accept Tibbs and flexibility. That's one of those criticisms of Tibbs. He, like most coaches, like most coaches, like almost all coaches, believe that you want to get it like, and I, most coaches will tell you an ideal rotation is like eight guys or nine. Tibbs said it in a press conference a couple weeks ago. You you like you, you want nine. In a perfect world, you have nine. Um, you know, you got nine good ones, but you got nine. Are there situations where that should be different? Um, sure. Is one of those situations here, you know, and like tonight we saw a little Randall and – oh, wait, no, did we? Maybe I, I actually might have imagined that. Yeah, never mind. You know, are there situations where they can go Randall Obi together? And might that be a way to sneak, you know, an 11-man rotation? I, you know, there are, there are ways to do it. Maybe they start giving Deuce like spot minutes here and there for like defensive possessions, like any way to get that kid in the game. I, I would like it, but again, that's not the that's not the big one. The big one is how do you find minutes for Cam Grimes quickly, RJ Burks Rose? Like the, you're still one more. I don't know what they do. Maybe that's an answer. I don't know. I I would I'd be shocked, but maybe that's an answer. Anthony Sixto, what's going on, Anthony? Uh, Randall saw Kemba get the N1, came back, and set up the three, then set him up again, threw Kemba a line after a cold start. That's solid leadership. Hashtag 43 wins. Um, what do we have to go to get to 43 wins? 43 wins is 18 and uh, 18 and 8. It's funny. I was we were saying a couple of, like I was saying probably earlier today or yesterday or whatever. I, I I think eight and eighteen is reasonable. Now we're thinking eighteen and eight. Listen, you beat the Warriors in Golden State, you get the benefit of the doubt. Who the hell knows? Um, who the hell knows? As far as Randall's leadership, a hundred percent. Um, again, where's it been all year? Where's it been all year? I don't know. Um. Make sure I didn't miss anything here. Okay. Uh, Lunas, am I right? NBA script writers about to have Trey at MSG play in Shake My Head. Uh, if I had to bet on it right now, that is – man, would I bet on the Knicks making the play in right now over, over the Hornets? I think the Hawks will get in. I think the Hawks will get in. So you're saying – Knicks nine seed avenge last season and beat Trey in MSG. And then yeah, fuck it. Let's play this out. Let's have some fun. Um, and then they would have a game against, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Knicks at Brooklyn for your other, <laughs> for your other playing. Oh my God. No, that's, that's, I mean, shit, I don't even know. You could tell me anybody would would we we could see anybody, but just about anyone. I feel I don't even know who I bet on. 
being in the plan. Cause like, I think Simmons is going to help. I think Simmons is going to help, but like, I still think Brooklyn's pretty, I don't think like he's going to solve everything for Brooklyn. I think they'll be better. And like when Durant comes back, they'll be better. But could you fathom that? Knicks Hawks and then Knicks Nets. God. And then if the Knicks won, <laughs> like all is forgiven. All is forgiven. Oh man, I wouldn't give a shit. I, I would I would I would trade the next five years to, to beat the Hawks and the Nets in the play in. Uh Jason M. What's going on, Jason? Being a fan of this team is such a roller coaster ride. Knicks were two and one today. Lost the trade deadline, beat the Warriors, and won the KP trade. I haven't mentioned the KP trade tonight. Um, you know, again, perspective. Um, some people thought at the time that the Knicks trading KP was them blowing their big shot. And those who didn't think that, most of them felt like them not signing Durant and Kyrie in the same summer was definitely them blowing their big shot. And it's funny, one, how do both of those things look now with Durant? Again, I, I don't, you know, I think part of the reason that the Sixers or the Nets made this trade today is like, what what faith can they really have moving forward in, in Kevin Durant's ability to stay on the court and be healthy? Um, you know, we've never seen a seven footer with that kind of a game, like off a torn Achilles. Like you know, there's questions. Um, anyway, but I digress. Really though, really, where you blow your big shot is if you get it. If you is if you get the gift of a guy like Luka Doncic. And you go all in on, and your all in move to support that guy does not work. Now, Luca put up 51 tonight as a big fuck you to KP and and how like I could do it without you, and that's fine. I, I don't think Luka Doncic can can lead the Mavericks to a title with this team. And I've 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 called them dark horse title contenders this year. Um, but I don't think he could do it with this team. Um, you know, he may, maybe won a playoff round or two. I don't think he could do win a title with this team. And like, where do they go from here? So that's what real, that's what real opportunity cost looks like. We have not gotten there yet as Nick fans, this, I don't know, in the last 20 some odd years, 20 plus years. Um, let's see what happens moving forward. Um, hopefully we don't blow our shot. Hopefully we get a shot and hopefully we don't blow it. Um, Okay. Uh, do thank you, everybody. By the way, we have again. It's five hundred people in the chat. It's it's one fifteen in the fucking morning. Um, P S N Y P K N Y. Excuse me, Macri. You can't say they did a shit, shitty job building this team until the season is over. That's fair. Um, still not at the All Star break. Also fair. Keep up the great work. Again, if they win the next three, it's huge. If massive. If if they won the next three games, they're twenty eight and thirty one. And they've missed and they've lost Derrick Rose for half the season and they lost Julius Randle for essentially the entire season until the last what if this keeps up, you know, like the last 10 games. Um, those are their two best players last year. So, you know, go out, beat Portland, go out, beat OKC, go out, beat Brooklyn.
That's it. That's all there is to it. Um, we're back, baby. We're, we're, we're back. Uh, okay. Uh, continuing, you guys really are amazing. Jo- Joseph John, do you think an IQ OB and our 22 first round pick trade package nets home? Uh, no, nets home grin or, or Banchero. If, if these kids are what we think they are, like, I mean, unless you want to tell me the Knicks get like the fourth pick and they package the fourth pick with like one of their kids to move up a few spots, they're not like, that's the thing. When you like that high, like you're not, no, you, you just can't do it. Um, and again, I don't think any of these guys at the top of this draft profile as like franchise changers. I think they like the, the top three to top three guys. Maybe you throw Ivy in there profile more as like number two guys on a, on a, a great team, but still that's not going to be enough to get it done. Uh, it would cost more. What package would it take to get into the top five? I don't know. I like nothing we've seen from this front office is says that they're going to like make an all in move for a guy who's never going to play in it, who's who has never played an NBA game. To me, this front office is more like we've been building up, building up, building up, building up for the right moment. And is that moment, do they, you know, they get a pick this year that's whatever it is, it's a pretty good pick. And we package it with, you know, next year's first or like the better of our pick and the Dallas pick and a young player or like highest pedigree young player not named RJ Barrett for the best guy we could get on the market this summer. Um, You know, think like, you know, do they, here's a trade. Nobody's going to like this, but I'll just throw it out there. And it wouldn't take two firsts to get this player. Uh, Probably only take one first and a young player and a salary like Brogdon. Like you want to look instead of like, can they move up into the top four of the draft? I think the type of trade that you're going to be looking for around draft pick around draft time, again, unless they move into the top four, which I think they would make that pick unless they could get like a a real star for it. But again, one thing at a time is the type of trade you're going to be looking for is like their first young player salary for a a guy like Brogdon um, or someone in that, kind of range um, of player, like sub all-star status type of player. That would be my guess. Uh, I might be wrong. Part of me hopes I'm wrong, but that's what, if you ask me to guess right now, that's what I would guess. Or, you know, can you, here's a, here, can you get DeJounte Murray from the Spurs for a high pedigree young player and two firsts? Is that trade out there? You know, and what does your first round pick need to be to get that trade? If you trade, if you, I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, if you can, if the Spurs wind up getting like the fifth or the sixth or the seventh pick, can you send them the tenth or eleventh or the twelfth or the fourteenth or whatever pick? They combine those and they try to move up into the top, um, into the top uh, four, maybe. Like this is the type of stuff that I, that I'm I'm going to be thinking about moving forward. Robert Cross, given Randall's uneven, unpredictable nature, can we build can we build around this player? No. You can't build around him. Maybe he could be a piece on a on a good team. I don't believe he could be your centerpiece. I think he's proven that this year. 
Uh, hashtag diet suck cutlets are forever. Um, I may make the way I'm feeling right now. I may make a fresh cutlet. I think I have some, one in the fridge that I could reheat. But um, Sim L asks or says, wouldn't it be poetic if Julius gets his head on straight? This team gels and they go 14 and two. Something to be said for continuity. Thank you, KFS. Be well. Thank you for coming. Thank you for the contribution. Uh, 14 and two. Um, again, we'll just head off the schedule until the All-Star break. Here's what they got facing them after the All-Star break. Buckle up. Miami at home. Philly at home. At Philly. At Phoenix. So they're going to be significant. On, even I don't care if they win every game from now until the break. They're going to be significant underdogs in every single one of those games. Barring injury. Like, I don't care what they, again, I don't care what they do between now and the break. You sign for one and three in those games. If they ever went two and two, my gore, my lord. So there's two losses, right? After that, it gets a little bit more interesting. At the Clippers, at the Kings, just got some bonus. They look good last night. At Dallas, Dallas owes us one. At Memphis, at Brooklyn. And then things lighten up a little bit. Portland, Washington, winnable games. Um, Utah at home, tough game. And then Atlanta, you know, and then you got the home stretch. Then you got the last 10 games of the season. So it's hard. It's going to be really hard. Um, They're going to need some help. They're going to need one or two of these teams ahead of them to, like, keep piling up some losses. I don't know. But – one step at a time. Great win tonight. Let's enjoy it. Kevin Danishevsky, the counter to your Tibbs argument is that the Knicks are 2-4 and four since Randall's decided to start playing. In my opinion, it's sustainable because he's not hitting threes. Um, it is sustainable. They're 2-4 and four since Randall started playing well because they've played the defending world champs, um, the hot, best team in the NBA over the last two months, Grizz, uh, Grizzlies. The Lakers – with LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing really, really well. And then at Utah with Donovan Mitchell playing. And then, oh, at Denver, which is the absolute worst matchup in the world for them. And it was on the second night of back-to-back. So I think you got to be a little fair and at least factor in the schedule. Um, It is amazing people go out of their – I'm not piling on you, Kevin, but just like in general. And again, this is part of why I defend him. I do think people go out of their way to, um, to knock the man. Um, which again, his team beat the Warriors in Golden in, in Golden State tonight. So let's just perspective. Um, Robert Cross with one more. You're the man, Robert. John, very reasonable. Um, to the to say that the KFS crew has been diamonds all year. Thanks for all the entertainment. Hashtag fifty one wins. Um, I think we've been entertaining. I don't know that that's my primary goal. My primary goal is to. Seem like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know that I've accomplished that, but I'm glad everybody's enjoying it, or at least you're enjoying it. Um, I've enjoyed it uh, for as frustrating as it has been. Hush Zoo. Funny how Lucas celebrated the KP trade today by dropping 50. Yeah. Uh, man. That's – that that was something. Um, he's really good, by the way. Um Okay, we got a we got a couple more, and then we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Johnny Chiba, what's going on, Johnny? Good to good to hear from you. RJ, um, 
returns equals Cam on the pine. Tibbs wrote to rotation too tight to develop Deuce. Hashtag KOC. Um, I, I, I look. We'll see. I don't think Cam's going anywhere. I think Cam's going to keep playing, one way or another. Um, and maybe the front office has to step in for that. Parish Duggar, Randall struggles. Maybe the new contract pressure potentially. That's possible. Um, and then Sean Aaron, tanking is never a sure thing, as we all know. Just win, baby. Yeah, I mean that's. I'm here for it. Uh, again, I don't know how many drafts you want to go back and look at guys who get picked later than they should. Um, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, um, Donovan Mitchell, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Mikal Bridges, Miles Bridges, Bam Adebayo, you know, Devin Booker, if you want to go back a little further than that. Um, this stuff happens every year. Every year, these guys go in the teens. Like, keep winning. I'm happy they keep. I'm happy they won tonight. I want them to keep winning. Um, I'm trying to think who's the guy. Who's the guy from this year's draft that went is gonna? We're gonna look back on and be like, how did that guy go so low? Um, I'll end with this random with this random question. So. The picks starting at – so let's see. We got Chris Duarte went 13th. He could be the guy. Um, you know, Zaire Williams going 10th. <laughs> Andrew T Andrew Claudio texted me, Quentin Grimes. Yes, Quentin Grimes is the correct answer to that question. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Friends, Wagner went 8th. Wagner's – he's really good. Um, yeah, we'll see. This stuff happens every year. Um, shout out to all the turtles in the chat, by the way. Um, love, love the turtles. Um, and, uh, love all of you guys. We got over 200 likes. We still got over 500 watching. This is, I will say it again, for as much as I may get frustrated at times with the stances that people take on certain things, this is the best fan base in all of sports. It is not close. You guys are amazing. We still, we just, just can't quit you, New York Knicks. Um, yeah. Anyway, all right. I'll see you all on uh, Saturday, hopefully after a win in Portland. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.